Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening, getting your uh, nerd wisdom on today. Uh, you, uh, you are with your host Zach, also known as Nerdy Wise Guy. With me is Movie Master Jay. Today we're going to be discussing a few different things. I hope you all enjoy. Again, as always, please like, subscribe, and share this with your friends. Get other people to enjoy and get their nerd wisdom on as well. First topic of discussion. Got some feedback that some of you <clears throat> don't understand nerd. So, we're going to do a little session here. I'll call the one-on-ones. <laughs> so, Jay, our elderly <laughs> member of the elderly? team. Elderly? <laughs> How about... <laughs> The elder member. How about that? I just I like elderly better. <laughs> We're going to start off uh, just going through some quick topics uh, of a subject that uh, any one of us would pick. Seeing as that was the first one, pick my favorite topic of discussion. I'm guessing that's comic books, right? Well, it's not my favorite, favorite topic, but <laughs> it's a topic we, we both can agree on. Now. So that's some uh, DC comics. So how this will work. Jay will ask me whatever the hell he wants to, and I will do my best to answer it. No internet, just simply off the top of my head. Okay. And you're going to have to trust me because, well, it's an audio podcast. <laughs> and there's no video, even though you're watching it on YouTube too bad, right so now. sad. But we will get this on iTunes. That's my end goal by episode five. All right. I Go. believe in you. Shoot. All right, so before we talked a lot about the DC universe and all that... Um, we talked about how DC is putting out all these movies, Batman, Superman, and all that. But we talked one thing about the Suicide Squad. Give us some information about the Suicide Squad, because a lot of these people probably may not know who the Suicide, Suicide Squad is. I didn't even know who the Suicide Squad was for a while until you presented me with the movie. So give me some information about the Suicide Squad. So the Suicide Squad is a very interesting kind of breed. So it's kind of like... DC Comics Dirty Dozen. It's you know, they're kind of like uh, wouldn't even just say like bottom of the barrel. It, it, it's something that they came up with back in the day uh, when they were just trying to find something new. And basically, all these supervillains that are be stuck inside um, prison, they are essentially recruited by the U.S. military. Sometimes it's like. A, you know, CIA, it, it kind of changes from, you know, storyline to storyline, you know, as they've revamped and re- kind of retconned um, the whole situation. Real quick, retcon, that's a comic book term most people do not know. Retcon usually what it ha- what happens when you reboot something. Okay, thank so, you. I didn't know what uh, yeah. that was. I was going to stop you there. Yeah, retcon is basically it. when comic book industry, <clears throat> um, they reboot something. A lot of times you'll see that when... You see uh, a title book. A title book would be like Batman, uh, Superman, Wonder Woman. You'll see that when they throw something, when they change the name of the title. Okay. So sometimes, uh, for example, like Teen Titans, you know, mm-hmm. in this last New 52, they were Teen Titans. Now I think they're just called Titans. Okay. Or they're a different type of Titans. So, you know, like uh, Marvel, what they love to do, they love to just throw a descriptive word in the mirror. So mm-hmm. it's not just Spider-Man. He's the amazing Spider-Man. He's the spectacular <laughs> Spider-Man. He's the fantastic Spider-Man. He's the ma- amazing, fantastic, ultimate Spider-Man. They will throw whatever the hell they want in front of it, and they will call it a different book. whole new thing. <laughs> it's a whole new line of stories. It's just a way of selling comics. Okay. And it's a way that if, like, you know, in the 60s, people thought differently. So when you go into the 70s, you got to kind of revamp the story. you got to kind of update it. Mm-hmm. Iron Man's a good example. Iron Man, when he first, first came out, he was hurt. 
um, during Vietnam. Mm-hmm. He built his suit and got the whole chess piece in there. Yeah. Then they revamped it again. Then he was in like China. Then he was in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's kind of changed over time, kind of trying to kind of wrap around the current events. Okay. Yeah. I saw Iron Man cartoons were like he was in China or something. Yeah. It it was, was every, every time it's a little different. You know, they kind of throw their own spin on it. it it's the same thing with like Batman. Sometimes a random guy kills his parents. Sometimes it's Joe Chill. Sometimes he's 10. Sometimes he's mm-hmm. 8. Sometimes he's 12. Like, and those are like really little details, but mm. everybody likes to change it. Like everyone mm. likes to do like, oh, I think it's sadder when he's eight versus when he's 12 or something. I don't know. Okay. Um, so anyway, Suicide Squad. So basically <clears throat> the basic premise is super villains do things for the government. If they do right, um, they get kind of like time off their sentence or overall pardons. Now, the reason why they call them the Suicide Squad because these are missions that they won't that are just super crazy, like suicidal, hence the name Suicide Squad. So they necessarily may not live throughout this entire thing. Exactly, exactly. There's a name name for it they used to go by, which is called Task Force X. Mm-hmm. Same thing, but you know, it's kind of one of those things where they call them the Suicide Squad. Um, reason why we bring this up is recently DC Comics, with all of this Marvel movie madness going on, Got a nice alliteration <laughs> that, going there. What, that Marvel Movie Madness? Marvel Movie Madness! Well, I could do it for you. No. Huh? no you you no. sure? Yeah. All right, I can do it in movie phone voice. Do you, do you want to do it? You seem like you want to do it. Just no, I don't want to do it. Just go ahead and do it. I don't want to do it. You've built people's expectations. <gasps> Marvel up. Movie Madness! Madness. There echo. you go. What's with the echo? Hey, Echo works, man. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah. So, they recently announced, like, Batman v. Superman, uh, Justice League, Green Lantern, Flash. One of the big surprising moments was they did throw on a Suicide Squad movie on there. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Harley Quinn as uh, Margot Robbie. We have Captain Boomerang as Jai Courtney. Um, for those of you who don't know who those people are, Margot Robbie, you best probably best seen her in uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Jay Courtney, you're probably not going to recognize him. He's still kind of a low-end kind of guy. He's Australian, but, um, though, so that's why he's Captain Boomerang. If you're paying attention to Jay Courtney, he is in Divergent, and he's actually going to be in the new Terminator Genesis movie. Yes, he's the one with the Malcolm Moore haircut in uh, Divergent, and he's the naked guy in the Terminator trailer. So, there you go. There's some- he's Kyle Reese, man. Come on. Call him and what he's-, he's supposed to be, man. That's his character. Kyle See, Reese. Or, he's naked. <laughs> I don't want to think about him I just naked, feel man. like a description of the man might just seem better. I don't want to think about him naked. Anyways. Well, don't think about him naked, but just know that he's naked and you know that it's him. Uh, okay. Anyways. So, Naked Man, he's Captain Boomerang. Uh, we have uh, Will Smith. If you don't know who he is, just stop listening. I don't, I don't need you. And listen. <laughs> we now, don't need to explain if you don't know who, who Will, Will Smith, Smith is, is, then you got some problems. You need to like... Look, first of all, you need to figure you out what Naked Man is. You must have been living in a hole Seriously, if you don't know who Will Smith is. Um, so Will Smith, he's dead shot. Um, and we have, there's somebody else in there. Oh, there's a model chick. Don't remember her name. Not looking up the internet though. So (laughs) she's a character called Enchantress. Um, so real kind of low end kind of character. I'm not really sure what they're going to do with her. Mm -hmm. Uh, we have, she'll probably uh, be the first one to be suicide. No, no, she'll probably be a big character. Now, the per- per- character they're going to suicide is a character named Rick Flagg. He's the military member who kind of starts the Suicide Squad with oh. Amanda Waller, who is played by 
Viola Davis. Viola Davis. Every time I get it wrong. Anyways, Viola Davis. Um, she's gonna be Amanda Waller, who's kind of essentially like the kind of like the team runner. She's not the leader, but she's the one that gives them the mission, tells them where to go and things like that. Uh, then we have um, Rick Flag, who was Tom Hardy. He was Bane. Uh, he's not doing it anymore. Right. So, I remember you mentioning that. Set of conver- controversy is that he was either A, he had some scheduling conflicts with another movie he's doing, or B, that character's probably going to die and he's like, I want more screen time. So then that was going to go to Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal, if you don't know him, he wasn't recently in that Nightcrawler movie that came out where he's really creepy. He's also in Brokeback Mountain. He's one of the cowboys. Um, so he also turned down, so that role is currently um, not specified as who will play him, but there are some people look they're, they're looking at for that role, so I'm really interested about that kind of deal. Um, and I feel like I'm missing someone. Well, just to go back and explain who you were talking about, who's going to be playing Enchantra, her name is Cara Delevingne. Um, she hasn't been in really anything big. She's that, a model. Yeah, she's a model. She's been in a couple films, and she's got some More upcoming films. films. Uh, Anna Karenina. No one knows what that um, is. That's a movie, man. Nobody knows what it is. It's a movie, dude. Do you know what it is? Yes, I know what Anna Did Karina you see is. it? No, I did not see okay, it. Okay, so it don't matter. But I know what it is. You keep, keep going. <laughs> You're boring people. But no, it's she's got some movies in the tank right now. So, But that's basically her biggest thing is Anna Karina. So, so in a nutshell, Suicide Squad is super villains doing uh, semi-good things for the government to get their sentence lowered. And they're bad people. So, oh, Joker. That's Joker. The Joker. Joker is being played by Jared Leto. Jared Leto is a singer for 30 Seconds to Mars, a rock band. He's also been in a few different films. Best film that I can think of him on off the top of my head that's recognizable for a lot of people. He was the blonde-haired guy that gets his ass kicked in Fight Club. He was also in Alexander. And no homo. Just to make sure you guys know who he was in Alexander. He was Colin Farrell's, you know, love interest on the guy side. He was Euphysia. That's who he was, as Euphysia. Just because I know that because I've watched the movie, okay? So leave me alone. Yeah, but I like to reference movies that don't make me cringe on the sure mention of them. Anyways. So there you go. There's some DC Comics news for you and some DC Comics 101. Stay tuned. We'll begin bringing all kinds of different 101s for you, uh, from shoes to other things. Uh, Feel free to comment below if you have no idea what we're talking about you would like some information on. Or if you have topics that you want us to discuss, come on. Let us know. Okay. So, next topic of discussion uh, I want to talk to you about. All right. Is going to be what you, what is your go-to movie genre? My go-to movie genre these days, and it's, since, since I'm going to say it like the way that they put it into, if you're going to go look for the movie and at Best Buy or wherever, mm-hmm. the horror sci-fi drama. That's where I'm looking at right now. That's where I live. What the hell is a horror movie sci-fi drama? I'm sorry. Genre. Okay. That one genre? That horror sci-fi genre is where, that's my go-to. Horror right sci-fi. So yes. it's, that that is the genre. We're not talking like horror and sci-fi. We're horror, no. not sci-fi. Yeah. What is a horror sci-fi movie? It's not a horror sci-fi movie. Listen, when you go to Best Buy or you go to anywhere now, they don't have horror by itself and sci-fi by itself. They have horror slash sci-fi all in the same section. Are we in Best Buy? 
I'm just saying that's the we're movie not in I'm Best going Buy. For. Those are the movies. That's how I tell you, so everybody else can generalize. So pick it, one: horror or sci-fi. Horror, man. Okay, so <laughs> a horror or sci-fi? I guess the same difficult. thing right now. You make it confusing for other people. What uh, what horror movies? Uh, what horror movies would you recommend? Well, if you're in the fan of the horror genre right now, The Conjuring is a great is a great one. It's I heard that sucked. No, The Con. Contrary to popular belief, The Conjuring did not suck. It is one of the better horror movies that they've made in the last probably five years because everything else is that first-person camera angle that just really, really freaking sucks. It's that first-person. Whatever it is, that handheld handheld and found found footage, footage, whatever. I can't stand it. The paranormal activities, they're all just the same thing over and over and over. They all suck. Um, But The Conjuring is a good one, and it's spinoff. Annabelle, that's another. It was a decent one. It was a little more demonic than I thought it was. Okay. Uh, my, my biggest issue with the horror films, to me, I don't... To me, like a horror film should be something where if I go home, I think that it might actually happen to me. <laughs> and The Conjuring just has too many supernatural elements. It's just, it's just one of those things, a lot of these like horror movies... I don't believe because there's always going to be something. There's so many stupid tropes that are in horror movies. For example, most yeah. probably the most grounded horror movie uh, that most people know is Halloween. Uh huh. Big crazy guy, knife, mask, See, stabby, stabby. I don't consider those horror movies though. What would you call them? Those are more thriller slasher flicks. I don't consider those real horror. See, horror is something that's supposed to, to me, it is. Not believable. It is demonic. It is boring. fantasy. It's not boring. Okay, it's boring to some, but it's not boring to me. But I'm. I like the Freddy Krueger. I like the Jason. I like this stuff films. like this. Yeah, those are horror films. But those are you're talking believable. about. You're talking about Halloween, but you're talking about a movie too. So yeah, but it's not. It doesn't have to be believable. It's supposed to be entertaining. But some. Okay, here's the thing though. When it comes to horror films, it's like it should be drawing you in. You know, that's the job of a movie. It's to immerse you. It's to suck you in. Go, like, holy crap. I'm in, you're in that world. When, when, when the main character is in a bad spot, you're in a bad spot. You feel that tension. You're like, oh my God, is he going to make it? Oh my God. Oh my God. And he get, he makes it through. Now, some of us actually can watch a movie and not ruin it for everything. Like, I can actually watch a movie and turn my brain off and not try to predict every goddamn thing like Nostradamus over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because I figure out movies doesn't mean that I don't enjoy them. Okay. The thing is, I want to be entertained. You're and that's what I'm looking to no, do. Is I want to be entertained. Now, true, some of my entertainment comes from actually not being able to figure out the movie. You even gone on record saying, so, oh, well, you know, I didn't like the movie because it was too predictable. Yes, I have. But those are like really bad movies. You watch really bad movies in general. Yeah, I'm from the 80s, okay? Yeah, that's true. I miss some 80s tropes, man. <laughs> I miss... I miss... They're, like... I envision, like... When I envision, like... If I had to put my life in a movie, it would be 80s style. <laughs> so 80s you, had some of the that, best... You want that pastel shirt, right? You want that bright pink, that bright no, pink no, no, shirt. No, 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 no. See, looking like Don Johnson in Miami Vice, huh? I don't need... No. <laughs> the era the really bad era clothes i'm talking like the style so like there are certain things in every era 
that like even music, movies, comics, everything, they all have very distinct vibes to them. Mm-hmm. For example, so like in the 80s, there were always there's always this idea of like overcoming something that just seems impossible and it was always the same way. So it starts out, you get introduced to all your characters, okay? Okay. You get introduced to all your characters. Maybe you're a sports guy. Maybe you're a smart kid. So you just like Maybe, overcoming all the odds. No, no, no. This is this is no, no. This is just the '80s movies. I'm just I'm describing. I'm describing 50 percent of '80s movies. I'll describe the other 50. percent They're overcoming all the odds that are pitted against. Yeah. Them. So you're you know you're this kid who might have like a specialized skill. Maybe you're like a down and out kind of guy. People don't really like you. Then they discover you got the specialty skill, and then you try to go up against the guy. And there's this big guy, there's always some asshole, he's either cocky, or he's a jerk, or he's just mean, or evil. The villain. Not even just a villain. Technically he would be, in movies, movies he's a villain. He's an antagonist, yes. So, then he always beats you in the first act. He always beats you in the first act. He just embarrasses you and destroys you in the first act. Now, there are some exceptions to the rule. Maybe maybe if you're a sequel, maybe he beats one of your friends. Or maybe he does something ill to one of your friends and you make it a life mission. So mm. act two, act two is literally you working up to beating that guy. And it is literally the, my favorite thing of 80s movies, the montage. <laughs> <laughs> I want everything in my life to be a montage. <laughs> Oh my god. I want to get up in the morning and start in the montage and just have these epic moments of me brushing my teeth and getting ready. Then I'm going to get in my car and then there's just going to be epic camera angles of me driving to work. Then I'm going to get to work and then there's just epic camera angles and music of me doing work. Just hardcore keying at the keyboard. With the Karate Kid music playing in the background. I'm talking about, you're the best. All right. Exactly. There you go. And then Act 3 happens. See, and Act 3 happens. And see, this is like one of the biggest ones. So Act 3 happens. And it's just back and forth, back and forth. Oh, my God. Who's going to do it? And every time, the last, like, five minutes prior to whoever's going to win, you just, you're just you out of breath or you're sad or something. And some old guy or some type of mysterious figure comes out of nowhere and is like, you can do it, kid. You can do it. And then he finds some magical 80s spirit, comes out on top, and then corny-ass music comes around, and then people you don't even know start hugging you, lifting you up, and celebrating and everything. And then, freeze frame, credits. Yeah, okay. See, yeah, you With have all described... all the damn popular music of the 80s. Yeah, you have described every, like, every single 80s movie that came out between the years of 1980 and 1989. Okay, yes, you have described that to a T. All right, i.e. Rocky, i.e. Rocky 2, i.e. Rocky 3, i.e. Rocky 4. Now, see, <laughs> so, 90s movies, yes. 90s movies tropes, they learned we're not going to be that predictable. So what 90s movie did, no, 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 90s movie thought we are going to do every weird thing we can think of. If it's <laughs> even remotely, like, everything that 80s movies people were like, that's a bad idea. We're going to put it on this side of the room. And they did Karate Kids, the Rockies, their Sixteen Candles, Ferris Bueller's, yeah, and then they looked over to the summer, left. The Great Outdoors, exactly. You know, stuff and like then that the interns did. came in after you know, like the John Hughes and all those guys start making their movies. The mm-hmm. interns look on the other side of the room and they go, "Oh, look at this! This is a, a movie about teenagers who kill themselves and then bring themselves back to life. That's a great movie idea." 
we're gonna do that. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna flatline. Oh, they're gonna flatline. It's like it's like they're it's their flatliners. Movie right there. Movie stamp print. Movie poster wow. done. Why did you have to bring out like the the most nineties, <laughs> the most nineties movie? movie ever with every single nineties hot <laughs> character in it? Everybody that was hot in the nineties was in that movie. <laughs> See, like, everybody: <laughs> Julia <laughs> Roberts, Dylan McDermott, <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland. Like, were all everybody that was only relevant in the nineties was in that movie. <laughs> See, the thing about the 90s, too, was like... I was like, oh, my God. Everybody had to be a witch or a warlock. There was, like, what was it? I think it was The Prophecy. Never saw it. That was yeah, like The Prophecy. Name. That was Christopher Walken. Uh, the Craft. The Craft. Um, I actually own that one. <laughs> oh, God. There was just a bunch of stuff. Then there were, like, even... There were just so many weird things. Okay. Oh, Beverly Hills Cop. Was that an 80s movie? It was. Did it, start it started in the 80s. 80s. It started okay. in the 80s. What came out in the 90s? Beverly Hills Cop 3. Boom. Perfect example. <laughs> Beverly Hills Cop 3. Okay. So we're going to take a successful movie franchise. We're take a successful movie franchise and we're going to be like, okay, what can we do to give this a spin? Okay, so what happened? So it's a Detroit cop. He went to Beverly Hills. And he did that twice. What Let's can we do, do to make again. a third? What, what are we going to do? Oh, well, we can take him to Beverly Hills. Well, he's been to Beverly Hills. What can we do to spice it up? And some dude walks in with a Disneyland hat on. He goes... That's it. We're going to take him to Disneyland. And Disney's like, no, get out. And they're like, we're going to make him up a theme park. And there it is. Beverly Hills Cop 3 in a random ass theme park. And then they thought, oh, since it's a theme park, let's make it for kids. PG-13. Oh, oh my gosh. Like, the weird, that like, people, yeah. they just, like, they grab the first idea dangling from the sky and they just grab it and go. But there were some intriguing ones. Ones that gave you some thought. Like what? Basic. Actually, I think Basic was a 2000 movie. That was a 2000 movie. Yeah, I haven't yeah, gotten yeah. there yet. Yeah, we're, we're, yeah, you're right about the 90s stuff. I mean, yeah. Oh, perfect idea. Here's another one. Terminator 2. Yeah. Terminator 2. Terminator 2 Judgment Perfect bad. idea. So we're going to take the bad guy from the first one, make him the good guy in the second one. But he was he was a bad guy in the first one. That see that don't, that don't make a lot of sense because he was the bad guy in the first one. How would he come back in the second one? Because he's a robot. They just manufacture him over and over again with the same face, and we'll be about time travel. But we'll go down to a different era because time travel you don't go to the same era twice because that makes too much <laughs> sense. So we're not going to go to that same era. Not not to mention you had the start of the Quentin Tino, uh, Tarantino era during the nineties. Well, that's a whole nother discussion. You know, that yeah. I can't, so, I can't bundle up Tarantino <laughs> in the '90s flicks. But damn, that is a man who just stretches. Oh, Jackie see, Brown, Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs. But see, that's one of those things where, like, he's someone that like looks at that crowd and he like <laughs> looks for the diamond inside the clam's <laughs> mouth. Like he threw a bunch of sand in it and he just sat on it and he simmered and he simmered. And he's like, oh, look, a pearl. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like just just some of the most crazy things. Yeah. I, I mean, okay, in a war, in an era where Arnold Schwarzenegger was a Batman villain. Yeah. That was painful. I was just, it's just. Uh, no, things. what was painful was watching Val Kilmer try to be play Bruce Wayne and Batman. He wasn't the worst. It was a hell of a lot. He better was a, than- he was a good scientist part of it. You know, the thinking part of it. But otherwise, he sucked. George Clooney was way worse. I, I'm not saying George Clooney was good. George Clooney walked in. He's like, I'm Batman. <laughs> I'm not yeah, saying George Clooney yeah, was good. The yeah. thing was, they did not allow George Clooney to even try to be a scientist. <laughs> well, because he 
he probably it, it's like I don't every, think he could have every done time he walked more. into a room, you think he was announcing himself to a party <laughs> or something. Like, hey guys, I'm Batman. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, they what had other, to, they had what to make crazy ER. things happen. Was Labyrinth in the nineties? No, Labyrinth was the eighties. Was it? See, 80s? that was the Jim Henson era where we were talking about oh, yeah, basically Labyrinth and the, see the Dark Crystal. Who the Dark Crystal? That is Muppets. Okay, this is how you this is how you define Labyrinth and Dark Crystal. Labyrinth was Muppets on crack. Okay. That's true. The Dark Crystal, Muppets on Acid. <laughs> that's how you define that. See, period. that's the thing, though, is like in the 80s, cartoons were so different than they were in the 90s. Very much so. Um, And, and we're going to have to split this up into two things. So, like, TV, like, movie cartoons were pretty much non-existent. Like, those, no. those were pretty much always based off TV. Then cartoons started getting more popular, and then the 90s happened, and mm-hmm. so everybody was like, okay, let's make cartoons on TV really interesting. So you got things like Doug, Rocco's Mono Life. We covered mm-hmm. that in the last We covered it, yeah. Um, Rugrats. Rugrats, Our Real Monsters. You had the Batman, the animated series. You had the Ninja Turtles start, where it gained its, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles gained a lot of popularity in the 90s. Um, what else? Uh, um, 90s cartoons. Uh, Tiny Toons. The one thing I would love to, uh, what was it? It was a cartoon, and there was like a weird, there were really like dark, dark cartoons. Like there were people. Oh, like like the head. That was on, it was on uh, MTV where this guy had an alien living in his head. Well, everything that. You had Beavis and Butthead, you had Daria in the 90s, you had those guys. There was like another one. Where was there like another one where like bunnies had rabies or something like that, and they like murdered one another. I don't know about that one. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a little sick right there, man. I'm telling you, there was. Some- but there was one Duckman that was supposed to be. Uh, that was a '90s cartoon. That was a late night '90s cartoon. There was Afro Samurai was in the '90s. The Adventures of the American Rabbit. Now that is a movie in itself that you've you ever watched is the weirdest thing ever. You seen this? Yeah, yeah. This is yeah, so weird. Just, so weird. It's just like this random odd. rabbit just covered in an American flag. And yeah, like, and there he was would a, run to get the American flag. He would run really fast, and all of a sudden he'd be an American rabbit. And like there was this thing where they're all, you could totally tell it like he showed its time because there was like this thing where like there were Russian mobsters as his villains, and they, I think they made him carry the Soviet flag. Around the Statue of Liberty, the most unpatriotic thing you can think of, <laughs> as a means of like villainness, and it was just it was just weird. The nineties was like like music in the nineties was really depressing too. Well, yeah, or, no, no, no. To... Music in the eighties was really depressing. Music in the nineties no, was really weird. No, music in the eighties had your ups and your downs. You had your high guys and you had your low people. And you, that was it. Okay, that was it. Boy, but man, there, 90s, you could not listen to the radio now the because 90s, it brought you up and smacked you down over and over again. But you got to remember, in the 90s, too, that started the grunge era. That started that that era, that depressing rock is Damn, what it was. It was just... It I was, mean, it if you depressing. ever listen to a Nirvana album, you may do a Kurt Cobain, really, because it was that <laughs> depressing. <laughs> you know, you listen to Team Spirit. You listen to Jeremy. You listen to, you know... You listen to Pearl, Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. I mean, it was, that was just some depressing you not, rock. What music. did you listen to? Because I know you didn't listen to them. Oh, I listened to Neo Soul, baby. All right, I listened to Neo Soul. What? Neo Soul, which is your 
it's your jazz mixed with a lot of R&B, not to mention the Soul Sonic, Soul Sonic era, the Soul Sonic your tribe called Quest, your diggable planets. Okay, if you can't you know, think of know. anything, don't start making stuff up. <laughs> Just because you were born in the nineties. Was born in eighty eight. Yeah, you were two year old. Two yeah. years old. But yeah, I was listening to the the you know, the Soul Sonic stuff, man. The, the roots, the, the outcast. No, I was not listening to the Delphonics. That was in the eighties, thank you very much. Was I grew up 80s? in a I grew up in a black household. I thought okay, it was the, the Delphonics were <laughs> No, the Delphonics are actually from the 60s, man. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. The Delphonics was an R&B group, man. Anytime I hear a song, regardless of when it's from, if I hear it in the 90s, I just assume it's a 90s song. Like, that was just... Like, I grew up in a household with a deaf mother. Music wasn't exactly something that was jamming on and on. It's no, like, I hear I an interesting my, song, I and I look at my mom, and I go, what band was that? Yeah. But no, that, in the it 90s, nuts. you did have that depressing rock, the Matchbox 20s. You know, you had them. You didn't get nearly as emo until like the 2000s. Like when I was starting to hit high school, that got really emo. <laughs> yeah, that was some really hardcore stuff. So. Yeah, see, that's when we started going into the hip hop era where it was just strange and it just didn't make sense anymore. Yeah, it really did. You know, you had Soldier Boy, Young Jock, all those people doing little dances and, you know. <laughs> It was just weird. It was very weird. Uh, that's when hip hop started to lose its way, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> Coming up with terms like bling bling. Yeah, remember in the 2000s, it was a song called Bling Bling, and y'all know who sang that for, at first, and that's why I don't like that little gremlin to this day. <laughs> <laughs> so, what did you want to talk about? I know well, you mentioned you had some stuff you want to talk about. Yeah, I had some stuff, man. I mean, uh, we talked about. You know, we've talked about the DC stuff. We talked about all that. I want to talk about some of these movies that have just been released. Like this week, I went out and uh, bought Lucy. And I'm not going to give you guys any type of information because I don't want to spoil it for you. But go get the movie. It's actually deeper than what you actually believe the movie is about. It's actually a really good movie. Great color. Great film. You know, um, you could actually do without some of the stuff in it. You know, uh, but it's, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of some of your boondock saints. That's what it reminded me of. Not as, you know, as trying to be, make you laugh and stuff like that, but the way the action took place, the way the cuts in and out took place, the way it tried to reference things that were going on in the film with like other pictures, you know, giving you more symbolism when it comes to like an animalistic point of view of it. But I actually really enjoyed the movie. Right. Also, um, what came out this week, um, I was telling him about it, you know, I mentioned it earlier, was Annabelle. Um, it's not a great horror movie. It's a, you know, just... Not a very good horror movie. Not a very good horror movie. It's just on a level, it's a horror movie, okay? That's what you got to know about it. It's a horror movie. And it's actually based on a true story, so... Well, it's based... Keyword based. Yeah, it's based on a true story, so... Very much based, so it's probably not very good. Yeah, so that was uh, what I want to talk about. Also, the reason I wanted to talk about this because I just brought a whole bunch of DVDs of some of the cartoons I used to watch in the 80s. Of course you did. Shut up. What <laughs> cartoons were these? Um, Silverhawks. What the hell is a Silverhawks? Silverhawks are... Are they, are they like Thundercats? Yes, they're so similar they're like, to Thundercats. So there's like cats that are made of thunder, and then there's hawks that are made of silver? No. 
I swear in the 80s that you just threw two words together and see if they worked. But our actual cartoons had morals and lessons at the end of them. So they These are rain dogs. And <laughs> they, made, they taught you things. What the hell but did anyway, they teach you? Well, they taught you to be friendly. They taught you to be kind. They taught you humility. And they actually try to promote diversity as well. So there you go. Oh, yeah. did they? Yes, they did. All, I did. all I ever saw when I watched Captain Planet was a 30-minute infomercial for environmentalists. Yeah. I didn't watch Captain Planet. Captain you Planet did. And that was the 90s. Am I the only so. one that thought it was a little messed up? They made the Indian kid. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, man. I'm just saying. Like, and Captain like, Planet. Well, I just want to, I, I want to be in the boardroom when decisions like that are made. Where in cat, like when they're talking about characters, like, all right, so we're going to have this character and he's going to be like white, he's going to have red hair and he's going to have like the globe and he's going to have the red and white and everything. And like, okay, cool. But we're going to have kids. They're going to be part of like an earth group. And we're like, okay, cool. But we need to be diverse. Someone in the back's like, we need to be very diverse. Okay. All right. You're right. So we need to cover all gamuts. Of the world, okay? This is the worst part, okay? So we're going to give all give it to the world. So we're going to have an Asian kid in there, and we're going to have a black kid in there, and we're going to have... Africa. From Africa, yeah. <laughs> Wait a second, you got to make, make sure they come from there. The Asian chick came from, like, China or something. Right. The black, black kid came from, came from Africa. There was the a... Red-headed white, white boy was from America. Yeah. Gingerest guy they <laughs> yeah. could find. Yeah, the ginger. Yeah, and, and blonde, blonde. the blonde girl. She was from Sweden or no, something. No, I think she was from England. No, she Might was from like Sweden, Sweden or, Nor- or Norway, Sweden. something Might, like that. Might have been one of those. And then they got there like, okay, what do we forget? I don't know. We're missing the brown kid. That's what we're missing. Brown we're missing kid. the brown kid. Brown kid. Okay. So we're going to get a little small brown kid. No, 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 no. <laughs> we're going to get a brown kid. He wasn't in a wheelchair, though, man. He was in a wheelchair. I don't remember him being in a wheelchair. Yes. I'm going to pull up a picture right now. I don't remember him he being in a wheelchair. He was in a wheelchair. wheelchair. I just remember so his power weird. was like the weakest one. It was hearts. It was hearts. Heart. <laughs> what the? Like, this is the one. so funny, though. It's like, Everybody so, else had something that could actually yeah, take so like, place. The Sweden chick, she would like. She like, was air. No, she was water. No, the Asian kid, the Asian chick was water. Was she? Yes. Okay. Anyway. I remember her saying, "What?" The? I'm like, "God, wow!" That was like real. That was almost as bad as the Asian robot in <laughs> in Transformers. Okay. This was in a wheelchair. I don't think he was in a wheelchair, man. Well, why isn't he standing? Because he's shorter than everybody else. I don't. I don't think so. I'm <laughs> yeah. Gonna... He's shorter than everybody she else, was in a wheelchair. man. Yeah, he was shorter than everybody else. Maybe, That's why. Yeah, maybe I was thinking of the Burger King kids, <laughs> which is still messed up. They throw him in the freaking wheelchair, though. <laughs> oh my gosh! But yeah, that was just yeah, Captain Planet. Captain Planet, was so Captain Planet only had like twenty five episodes. <laughs> Didn't Gaia? Wasn't Gaia in there or something? I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. To your point, something about Hawks or something. Yeah, Silverhawks. Okay, so Silverhawks was a cartoon that actually tried to take the place of the Thundercats. Um, what it was, it was uh, based in the future. Um, it dealt with space. It didn't deal with just our planet. It it dealt with um, a whole whole new universe. And what these people were is that there was a um, an alien that escaped from prison. He, you know, he escaped from prison. He's a pretty bad guy. And then they draft these humans to uh, help save the rest of the universe. So the only way that they could actually get the humans to 
deep space where they were needed to be, where it needed to be saved was to coat their bodies in silver, coat parts of their bodies in silver. So they were combination of human covered it plus mechanical. So it was like a cyborg thing. Now I know why the 90s was so weird because they grew up watching 80s cartoons. <laughs> so that was the Silverhawks and they were basically a space police force is what they were. Space police force. Yeah. yeah, they have something else. They call it something else too. It's called Green Lantern Corps. <laughs> yeah, but there was only... See, the Green Lantern Corps, there were like hundreds, thousands of them. There's five Silverhawks. Sounds like a great police corps. I won't hold my breath when someone breaks into my spaceship. <laughs> Call the Silverhawks. What's the number? S I L V E R. Why? Why can't they just have numbers? Why do I gotta spell it out? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> thank you for the remarks from the peanut gallery. I'm just saying. Uh, you ever wondered why one never had any letters? <laughs> Did you ever know that? Like one never, I don't think one ever had a letter. Like oh, you're letters. talking about on a phone? Yeah, it was always like A, B, C on the two. Yeah. But I don't, think I don't know. I don't know why one never had any numbers. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, uh, you're, you're going off on a tangent. You're so. going off on a tangent. So, but I bought Conversational podcast. I'm going to as many tangents as I want. <laughs> but I also bought Cops. Cops was. Oh, uh, man. Cops. That had a great theme song. Cops. No, no, not that cops. Not the yeah, good, <laughs> Not that cops. <laughs> okay, I bought a cartoon called Cops. It was Central Organized Police Specialist. So it couldn't just be cops. They had to make it a fucking acronym. Yes, they had to make it an acronym because you had the Cops Television Show. Wasn't that in the nineties though? No, it started out in the eighties and then it transitioned. It got more popular in the 90s. Really? Yeah, it started in late 80s. I'm going to question that back. Yeah, like in the late 80s. I think like 87. So, but yeah, I bought that. That was, uh, you know, cops. 89. You're close. You're fucking close. I told you in the late 80s. But um, yeah, so I bought that. If you don't know what that is, that's just uh, future-based cops. They all have like little special adaptations to them. The black guy was bulletproof. Yeah, he was... The token on top of that. He was a token cop. 50 Cent watched him and just wanted to be just like that man. I want to be that guy. I want to be be just like that man where I want to go up poof and stuff. (laughs) They they had all their little special twerks. You know, one guy was from the Southwest. He was good with a lasso and a quick draw. Because anybody from the Southwest is. I mean, like I said, they they all had their little special. There was one guy called Highway. He was good on a motorcycle. Excuse me. That was another thing about the 80s what? that was really, really popular. Everyone had a specialty. Yes. Everybody had a specialty. There was no yes. such thing as diversity. Yeah. If you went into bulletproof training, you did not <laughs> go into driving school. You only went into bulletproof training. And so, just to you know, shorten that up, that's what cops was like. But I want to know, from your era, what shows you would like to see re-released so you could actually watch and be nostalgic about the re-release? Yes. Like on Blu-ray or something like that? Yes. Oh, God. I mean, there's just so many obvious picks. Um, a I'm, lot not of about the, I'm not talking about the obvious ones. I want to talk about some of those obscure ones. Some of those ones that you're like, damn, if that was out, I want to see that again. I will buy that and I will watch it like it's nobody's business. Oh, God. All right. Well, I'm going to... 
I'm gonna pull real hard, and I, I gotta remember the name of it too because it had a really, really long name. But uh, it had it was a show uh, with Matthew Lawrence. Um, it was on for like a season, maybe, uh, maybe not even that. Maybe it was like half a season, and it's really dorky. Um, it was called the Superhuman Cyber uh, Samurai Cyber Force. I remember that show. Yes, it was. Th- it was this show. Yes. Yeah. And I remember it was, that show. I remember so little of it, so I'm going to try so hard to remember this, but this show was so cool to me. It had the best toys. I <laughs> I flipped my shit because it was like it was like Power Rangers, but it wasn't. It was like this whole new world. <laughs> it was so cool. But it was there, there were so many things about it that was just like I'm like I don't understand this even as a child. Like wow. So the the plot premise that I can't remember. I'm just I'm pulling this strictly off of my memory. The plot premise was there were like these three kids that were maybe in a band, maybe something like that, and like there's this like loner kid that drew stuff, and I guess like he came across. This is how you can tell this was like during the early early ages of the internet. Like this is what people thought the internet worked like. There was this rogue program virus that discovered. Um, this loner draw kid, and he then scans his pro his his pictures or whatever <laughs> into technology that would then start hitting build. It would look hit like technology as if it was real, as like buildings. <laughs> and so the kids that are in a band, I don't know wow. how they get their powers, but they somehow discover the same ability to jump into the computer programs and exterminate the virus. And so there was like there was like there was like three guys. So there was this one main guy with this like crazy badass looking armor with like a shield and a sword and everything like that. <laughs> and then the um the other one, this chick, I think she was like the bassist or something, she would turn she had like control of like this weird like um like vehicle with like drills on it and stuff like that. And then the wow. other guy, he controlled, I think, like another piece of that, um, that dragon, that vehicle or something. But he would also control like a dragon. <laughs> there were all kinds of weird things that you could do. Wow. Uh, cause like he had like a sword and then a shield, then he'd like stick it in, it turned into like a bigger sword or an axe. And there was just like so many things. But oh my God, the toys. Oh, the toys. I had so many of those toys. It was oh the, like gosh. it was on for maybe a year. Like I'm looking at let me, let me Yeah, look at, I, it says it, it was only on for one season. For one season this like consumed my life. I was obsessed with trying to find everything about this. Um Tim Curry was in that? I had no idea. That now, man is a really creepy individual. Now, here's the funny thing. You say that you want to actually see that. It has been released. See, this thing is like, I, I, I watched it, like, and I, see, this is what it is. I caught it in syndication. I didn't even catch it when it was brand new. I, like, caught it when it was in syndication on the WGN, <laughs> was Channel 18, okay, in the wow. West. Um, and it was just so crazy. It was so cool. That's the only thing I knew who Matt Lawrence was from was on this show. Wow. And it was, like, it was so corny. It was, like, powering. It was, like, an American. It was a bad American powering. Man, it was that, good. Wow. That you took wow. Mm-hmm. I remember that show. That's the oh, bad thing. I remember yes, that show that too. Was such wow. a good show. I wow. loved it. There was like this dragon thing. 
that I was obsessed with. Like I loved playing with that toy. It was like this weird dragon thing. It was like like a it was like a, a really poor man's version of the green dragon sword. <laughs> <laughs> like like if the dragon sword had his arms hacked off and his legs hacked off and like they threw like these the smallest fins of wings that they could and let him keep his tail and then just threw him as a lawn dart. That was what he was. He was just wow. he had no arms. He he was like this giant missile. Um, I can't seem to find it. It was like this weird. I don't even remember what it was called. I think it was like Dragon Ore or something like that. Or... Oh my gosh! Wow, dude. That that that's a take back. Right yeah, look there, at this. Man. Look at this. Look at. Does it? It looks like a, a giant dragon penis or something. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, it was so weird, but it was like. Oh wow. my god, I was, I was so obsessed with getting this. Um, Man. The, it was such a badass thing to have. Like, I remember my brother and I would fight because I think I got the dragons and he got the regular pieces. And he was so, <laughs> he was so jealous. He so wanted the dragon thing. Yeah, see, I remember oh. T- Tim Curry because he was one of the villains. He has that villainous voice. He's just okay? a, yeah, he's just he has that he has that voice where you just know he's up to something because his voice sounds that way. He's just okay. creepy. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, so that, that, you took it back with that one, man. That one that one oh my gosh. His name was Oh my god. His name this is this is a, a totally like a nice long dart, man. He did. He looked like, like a, a long dart. Like a dragon. <laughs> it was a dragon long dart, man. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Oh, okay, so Check it out. So his name was Kilocon. Yes. Which stood for Kilometric Knowledge Base Animate Human Nullity. <laughs> I don't even know what the hell that's supposed to mean. <laughs> it's supposed to be an acronym. <laughs> there was a character on there called Mrs. Chacha Rimba Starkey, who was the cafeteria lunch lady, who was black. That's why her name is so weird. <laughs> She was this random lady. She was black. She served food. She rode on a motorcycle. <laughs> Apparently, she had a thing for um, oh my god, Dennis man. Quaid. She was played by Diana Bellamy. Oh, I can't no. even remember. I can't even remember. Oh my gosh, dude! You took it back with that one. It's Why just, is that one though? Just, Why that? I, I was I I loved I was the type I was a kid who just loved martial arts. Okay, she wasn't black. She was a creepy white. <laughs> she had a weird name though. It was because she was a lunch lady then. No, it was just like the show was so full of action and like I was like I was always a kid that was never on the end. He was always behind on everything. Like I didn't know anything that was going on. So like kids would be talking about like. Movies that had come out and TV shows, and I was just like, uh, I watched Power Rangers yesterday. Did anyone else watch Power? Um, um, okay, I'm just I'm gonna stand in the corner now and not have friends. <laughs> you know? It was like, you know, I always like I was the kid who was obsessed with the superheroes. I liked the martial art flicks, and like, and that era, it was all about like extreme sports and American Gladiator and the American way, and it was just. Yeah. All of this stuff that I was not into. So, like, I knew who Jackie Chan and Jet Li were years before they had ever, like, really had gotten any popularity in America. So, they were kind of slowly growing up. And I was just, I saw that show and I was like, that is so cool. Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, And I was just, like, so obsessed with watching it over and over again. I would always miss it. 
Because, you know, we had one TV in the house, because that was how it mm-hmm. was back in the day. And I never got to choose what I wanted, because I was the youngest, my grandma, my, my grandpa, my, my brother, my mom, all of us were all there. So it was like, by the time we got to what I wanted to watch, like, everybody wanted to watch, like, sitcoms, like, Family Matters and Full House. And I wanted to watch a cybernetic robot that jumps in people's Walkmans and fights viruses with this cybernetic dragon penis. <laughs> don't don't dog family matters, man. I don't dog family matters, but it was just <laughs> one of those things like Family Matters was good, but you gotta remember I was like six in ninety four when Family Matters was really starting to hit its strides. Full House was hitting its strides. So I remember like those were shows that I definitely have a lot of respect for, but they weren't shows that were like wow it was so revolutionary. Like for me <laughs> Fresh Prince. That was the show. Every day, it came home from school at 4 o'clock on the WB, syndicated it, and I watched every damn episode. I had so many, I rewatched so many reruns of that show because I just loved it. Damn, I'm so much older than you. Of course you are. Because <laughs> I watched them when they premiered. Oh, because no. there was no, there was no YouTube. Yeah. You know, there was no, see, this is one thing I'm really going to date myself right this. And if you talk shit about me, I don't like you right now. But <laughs> no, you suck. <laughs> all right? But no, see, you know how many shows that we have coming on television nowadays? You have a new show every single season. So behind. Right? You have a new show every single season. That didn't happen when I was younger. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> when the Fresh Prince came on, this is like this. Okay, you run the Fresh Prince from from you know from September all the way to March. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then if you didn't catch an episode, you had to wait for it to come back on during the summer <laughs> for you to catch that episode. Okay? Yeah. That's what we had to do to watch watch our catch-up on shows. If you missed an episode of the Cosby show, you didn't get to go online and see it. You couldn't, you know, you couldn't say, oh man, did you it's either you had, somebody had to tape it for you? <laughs> Hopefully that they had a good re- video recorder, something didn't tape over it, or something like that. Yeah, v- VHS. I'm from that era, y'all. Pirate okay. number, piracy number one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm VHS. Hell, I had a VCR with the remote still connected to it. Okay. Wait, what? Yeah, the remote was still connected to the VCR. They had remotes where it was just like a yes. cord. Yes, with what? the cord, it was really? still connected to the VCR. Oh my god! And the only thing that the remote had on it was stop, play, fast forward, and rewind. <laughs> and the rewind never worked. <laughs> okay. I remember. I remember my my grandmother had like this giant like wooden TV. It was huge. It was enormous. The floor models. It was like it was a floor. The yeah, floor it was a floor TV. model. And I don't think it had a remote, but it was like so fancy. Like I thought it was like, oh my god, we must be like really rich to have one of these because they had like these really like fancy wooden designs. And like you open one, it was like a secret compartment. Mm-hmm. There was all these like electronic buttons, and I was like. Wow, <laughs> that broke. Uh, so we put the new TV right, right on, on top. top of it. That's what you do. That, TV, that that console TV. They were called console TVs, right? That's what they were. When that thing broke, you put some type of thing, put a sheet of something over it, and you put the new TV right on top. Now I discovered that as soon as we put that new TV on top of it, that we weren't very rich because <laughs> we didn't even put the blanket on top. We just put a TV on top of another TV and no, just see, looking around like. That's, Shouldn't we cover this? The only, the only reason you covered it is because your grandmama or your mama was just like, 
oh, we did cover that up with something to make it look nice. But most people, if it was a guy's house, no, I ain't covering it up with nothing. We just gonna put that on top, and then you gonna you don't even buy a new TV. You just buy one that works better than that one, and you get the pliers and the vice grips. Then you turn the channel. <laughs> no, <laughs> I didn't have anything that bad. I do oh, remember do the switches. Where I had to do it, like, I thought I was, like, freaking, like, learning how to turn on a nuclear <laughs> missile or something with those things. Oh, my gosh, man. Talk about like throwback, man. Moving the, the ears and everything like that. Yeah. I was a kid with zero patience, too. So, about, like, about ten minutes into that, my show's already over. Fucking hell, I'm outside. I'm like, I'm going to look at dirt melt or something. <laughs> <laughs> dirt melt. I looked, I looked at Arizona. Everything was hot. You, like, look outside. I remember, like, I remember when I was a kid... I would like walk out into the street and I'd be like, oh my god, it's melting. And my girl was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, look at everything's like liquidy. And she's like, it's just really hot. I was like, well, it's like really hot then because it's all, it was like, you know, those heat waves because I didn't know what it was. So for the longest oh time, god. I was like, oh man, it's like melting and stuff like that. Like, bruh. Oh my god. <laughs> like it was just so hot. It's so hot. And I remember as a kid, like it never bothered me. But then at some point, it like hit me like a rock. I come outdoors one day and it's like, I'm like, oh, it's hot. It's hot here. Oh Why is god. it so hot all of a sudden? Because as a kid, I never got sunburned. I never got sunburned. That was like such a foreign concept to me. And then I became an adult where I didn't ever move and I like <laughs> was stand in a single spot like for some odd stupid reason and then I get sunburned. But mm. as a kid I'm always running around, I'm doing things, I'm sweating and everything like that, but it was never like hot hot. Uh, yeah. or anything like that. So yeah. yeah, see I didn't run into that because I grew up in Michigan and anybody knows in Michigan, uh, you just pray for a sunny day. By March, <laughs> you just pray for some sun by March, and if you don't get sun by March, you just stuck, and it's not going to be any real sun until April <laughs> or May. <laughs> You're just like, damn it, it's always gray outside. See, I I wish there was gray when it rained. You nah. think that God was like sending nah. angels down? Because it was like I would be so obsessed. I was like, oh my god, rain! Like running around, I'd be like, oh my god, rain! <laughs> Now I'm just like, okay, there's some rain. Gotta go to work now and just stare at rain falling down. <laughs> it was like the most miserable thing. Because when it rains here now, it's like nobody knows how to drive. So everyone slows to a crawl and they just stare at it like it's a brand new thing again. Hey, it's better than snow. That's all I can say. Well, you say that. I went out to Michigan and it snowed. It wasn't bad. <laughs> see, you're lucky that nobody can actually see your face right now because I know that's a lie. <laughs> It was it was a bit it was a bit you couldn't feel your face when you walked outside. It's a bit it was a bit nippy, yes. Yeah. A bit nippy. Yeah. Bit then nippy. you couldn't get the work of you couldn't handle the defroster. <laughs> so That's because it was no because it was annoying. Because it was at, like you got too damn hot in the car and then I couldn't turn don't it try down. To, don't try to explain it, man. Don't try to explain it. Was to, like it's, uh, it I was driving an igloo. It was no, ridiculous. You can't try to explain that now, man. It's not gonna work. It's not gonna work. <laughs> no. So 
That's about our time here today, folks. Again, thank you so much for getting your nerd wisdom on. Uh, again, I am Zach, Nerdy Wise Guy. I am Movie Master J. Feel free to follow me at Twitter. I'm at WiseGuy88212. Feel free to like, share, subscribe this with your friends. Get this out there. The more viewers, the better content we can provide. Once again, thanks for having it, and enjoy your nerdisms.